I really feel like starting this episode with a song right now because I am in such a good mood and I'm loving the weather. It's raining, doors are closed, windows are shut and you know it's all just a little cozy up in here and even though there is no light, <laughs> there is no light to of Ninja but really it's all just, I really wish I could start with a song but I don't know how that would turn out you know with the speaker in front of the mic and me here and everything. I don't want some sort of untidy, I hate editing you know the podcast but yeah thank you very much for opting to listen to yet another episode of don't touch my whiskey my name is olubomi lord bethel and this is the platform where i come to you know talk to you about stuff tell you what's been happening around you know my area or your area or our area really or basically just you know weigh in on whatever issue is happening in the moment or you want me to talk about basically just you know share my opinions do my own media to do a little bit of activism you know even though i'm not on the street or i can get on the street to carry placards can still do my own activism you know in my own way via my own platforms and i hope that you have been doing the same too because the world is crazy and we all could use extra voices and speaking of voices there's been protests everywhere in the u.s it's been black lives matter black trans life matter black gay lives matter and of course in nigeria it's been about the girl child and you know protecting the right of the girl child because there's been a lot of rape amongst us and it's not like the the rape is a new thing it's not exactly a new development it's always been here perpetrated by uncles and daddies and dickens and you know people that we have trusted with ourselves our daughters our sisters our you know cousins and stuff but now thanks to the lockdown everybody's attention has kind of you know been drawn to this monstrosity amongst us and it is like one of the blessings of the lockdown because even though there's always been rape like people have had people have been abused they've been getting abused for years and years and years but the fact that everybody was in the house where they can ignore the news they can ignore what's right in front of them you know staring right at them from their phone screen and the lockdown achieved you know this kind of extra awareness extra awakening you know in everybody and now nobody can keep quiet about the fact that the girl child is not safe in nigeria that women are not exactly safe with some men in nigeria and now everybody's talking about it everybody's using their platforms their whatever it is they can use to demand that the girl child be protected and that rapists get more severe judgments and that justice basically not just gets served and in the course of all of these things happening i there was an opening for me to talk to my son my son is just seven but he likes to be called almost eight (laughs) so there was an opening for me to you know talk to him about this and there's this saying i've always used for my son when it comes to snacks and stuff that he should not take you know i've always told him that the fact that you can see it does not mean you should touch it and i used to use this you know with regards to somebody giving you snacks uh, that you like and you have not shown me or something or the fact that uh, i put it somewhere there and you feel like well it's there you should take it and stuff so i've always used that to teach him about not taking what he has not been given permission to take or eat or stuff so when this opening about the rape started to uh, i kind of had to like bring the particular saying into the discussion because our society likes to you know blame victims of rape that uh yeah maybe they they dressed indecently maybe they wore the wrong clothes maybe you know those kind of things and of course even parents of children who get raped parents of girls who get raped get judged 
and shamed and stuff about what had what are you teaching that your daughter what are you you know what are you what are you wearing for that daughter dress your children well even on social media i'm sure you would have seen it once or twice where a parent will put a picture up of their daughter and people will get in their comment section going all crazy about what they are wearing wearing spaghetti wearing this and that and my own thought has always been that there is no such thing as indecent dressing it is just your own problem like it is what you are uncomfortable with it is what you do not like it is what you are not okay with that you like to pass off as wrong or sin or dirty or nasty and this is something that we do in nigeria a lot once it does not fit into our own moral confines we call it wrong we call it sin we call it all sort of names just to take the good away from whatever it is just take the beauty away from whatever it is that we are trying you know to tear down and i think we do this too much and this is why it happens that parents will not talk to their children about stuff just because they are not comfortable with it they would not talk to their daughters you know at certain ages about sex and men and condoms and stuff and they would not talk to their sons about women and private parts and things and they would you know do this thing in the house where they are all secretive like secrets around things that should be made open conversation of and when children get to an age where they become curious they start to investigate for themselves and we live in an age where a three-year-old will pull apart your iphone so effortlessly you'll be surprised at how much about gadgets these children know these days and i don't see why there should still be talks around secrecy or not dressing some way or not you know showing parts of your body or doing this or that like in 2020 there should still be no reason to build rape cases or arguments or defenses around what a person a woman particularly does or put on her body or where she goes like why are we not talking to the men why are we not talking to the boys why are we not you know starting our sons young on knowing that the fact that you can say something does not mean you should touch it and that includes a woman's body I mean, how are we in 2020 and it's still about the victim? How are we in 2020 and there are still people who would say it's it's it, it could be avoided? How do you avoid it? Like this is an animal coming after you. This is a monster determined on messing you up literally. And how would you have avoided that? And most times when these things happen, in fact, to explain this part of the, uh, to, to even say anything about this part would be me trying to give some sort of credit to people who say that it's about what they wear. But but yeah just for the sake of argument these things happen to people while they are in their homes while they are at work while they are supposed to be you know hanging out with some family some relative or somebody that their family their parents trust these things happen like in the places that you would least yes suspect and we are still having people among us who will say things like like what, what, what how how do you dress how do you dress that child i was listening to a, a radio program the other day at the salon and the presenter she, she was like eh, what's it one of those pigeon stations are you like what we think they teach die of Pekin? Eh, we be say we go elect one on who they lap on for leg, and this was this was the shameful part because that was the time when there was this picture or video going around on social media of this guy with a toddler about a two or three year old girl on his lap, you know, deep kissing the girl and everything. And this was what they were talking about on that radio program. And then there was another issue of a man who raped his a seven month old baby, and these were the two things that they were talking about. The case involved 
a seven month old baby and a girl of less than four years i don't think that girl is up to five years i'm sure if you if you if you're on social media you'd have seen that particular video of that guy depicting the girl how is that the father's fault how how do you even have a reason for why that could have happened or how do you have um recommendations on how that could have been avoided yes there are things that we could always do but really can we really do anything to keep our daughter safe if there is a monster amongst us if we have an evil uncle a monstrous pastor decaying elder evil neighbor if you have some you know how do you protect your child when you don't even know who the predator is among the people that you know and it's always somebody you know it's never really strangers even the people in school who get raped in school even the lady who got raped in church do you think she was randomly raped by people who just came to rob the church no they they, they must have followed her there must have been one or two of them that she knew and it's always this situation so how do we still manage to make it the victim's responsibility when these kind of things happen it is annoying and sometimes you know it makes you want to like say some really unpretty things to some people because how are you the one who is responsible for gatekeeping information for disseminating information getting it wrong like this is this was on live radio where people were talking and they were saying things about how the mother could do more out this that and sometimes i think we need to scrap conversations about what we should do you know to protect our daughters because when there is a predator bent on messing your daughter up there is really nothing you can do so i think the conversation should focus or the, the yes the, the argument should shift to what should be done to people who do these things like what kind of punishment should they be exposed to like what what should be done to them it, it stopped being about the victim a long time ago this is something that people do people who are sick people who have no conscience people who have no soul people who are just out and out evil so there is nothing to do i in my opinion i don't i don't think there's anything you can do to protect yourself because these are people that would come at you just because maybe i don't know i, I don't i don't even i can't even begin to imagine what goes on in the head or mind of a rapist so i think that people who are in the place of effecting change starting conversations in places that matter they need to just take the conversation away from the victim there are also those who would first of all doubt the victim like first of all poke hole in the credibility of the victim story and i think those two are right there on the next ladder right after the rapist because i don't know how the first thing that comes to your mind when somebody tells you about their trauma is to take the truth away from them or to invalidate their experience or whatever when they say no means no when the person says no even if they are your partner even if they are your spouse when they have said no they are not there with you so whatever you do after they have said no is a crime whatever you do after they have said no is an offense whatever you do after a person has said stop or no is wrong and when i was telling my child this thing the other day i was like even if you are already of legal age because when we we're having the talk and i was asking him about when does it think people should start having sex i did not know that my seven year old knew that there was anything such as legal age we have not had that conversation i did not know he knew anything like legal age and when i asked him what what, what does he know that the legal age for sex and stuff is in nigeria i said 18 i did not know he knew that i know i have a smart child i you understand like his father makes sure he gets the best education and i know i make sure he, he gets the best teachers but i you know there are things you just don't know that your child knows and this is one of the reasons i always say that people need to open up doors and rooms to conversations with their children at you know as soon as you can i know it is hard because sometimes i, th I think it's a general parent thing you don't really know how 
early you should start your child on whatever especially when it has to do with you know sensitive discussions like this and i think you know in the world where we're living every parent that i know wants to protect for as long as they can uh their child's innocence and this world where we have found ourselves has sort of robbed us the luxury of being able to protect our child or our children's innocence for as long as possible so from as early as four or five or even three because i have a special child like my child is in a special situation where he has two mommies he has two daddies and you know when he's in the school or among his friends he from like maybe age three or four he had known that he had a unique kind of situation and i probably would not even have had that particular conversation with him when i did have it when he was five i think or, or until he went to school one day and they had social studies in class and there was a conversation and the teacher i don't know where they brought the teacher from of course my son doesn't go to that school anymore but i don't know where that teacher came from and she said something along the lines of your daddy is supposed to be your mommy's uh, your mommy's husband as though that was a written law so if your daddy is not your mommy's husband then you probably have a, a wrong family setting and this is a child who has the love of two fathers and the love of two mothers and thank god that i've always from day one had this open line of communication with my son so when he came home he told me that, and the, the first thing that i did was send an email to the school's management and in the evening we had a, a whole group conversation about what he heard how he felt about it and what he knew that to mean and all that my son knew that there was nothing wrong with his family because we had from day one exposed him to the dynamics of his own unique kind of situation the fact that somebody dresses in a way that does something inside of you is not uh, does not mean that something is wrong with them it is you that you should check you should check your own self why does this make you feel like this if a little baby turns you on do you not need to talk to yourself and you know make arrangements to see a therapist or a doctor if a child an underage child turns you on arouses you does something not work inside of you that tells you that you need help if you've been looking at somebody some way for a long time and your only way of getting anything from them is by force does it not make you check yourself is there nothing inside of you that works and tells you things like you need help guy if your partner your wife your girlfriend doesn't matter that you are in a relationship doesn't matter that you are committed doesn't matter that whatever if they have said that they are not interested right now they don't feel like doing this and you think that forcing yourself on them is the only way to exert your energy or your power or your superiority does anything not prick you from the inside to make you want to check yourself how are we not having conversations like this how are we not looking at the disease you know that is rape how are we not looking at the sick people the patients of the disease that are rapists how are we not looking at them how are we still talking about what somebody should wear where somebody should keep their child how somebody should dress their child how are we not having dinner table discussions around the fact that if somebody touches you the way you don't want to be touched you should know that you have been violated and you should talk to somebody how are we still making it look like if you dress like this you get raped like how do you still have any justification for why somebody should get raped nobody doesn't matter their profession doesn't matter what they have done doesn't matter what their parent irresponsibility issue is it doesn't matter what whatever like it doesn't matter what you see or anything you should never there should never be anything like later they'll say they are raped this is how to prevent rape this is how rape happens and all that there is no prevention for this kind of things and nobody really has this for it so if we are going to talk about the issue let's talk about the issue talk about the criminals and talk about the time that fits their crime not make it about the the the, the victim because whether we like it or not i do not think honestly i do not think there's any way to prevent or protect our daughters from um, being raped or protect our women from getting abused 
by men. I think that the only way to reduce it significantly is to have a really harsh punishment set out for people who commit this crime. It can't, it can't still, it can't continue to be about the victims. And I don't think that anybody who makes uh, those kind of arguments and make it about the victim, I don't think they have any level at all. I don't think they even know what emotional intelligence or any kind of intelligence is because how does a person who suffers a trauma be the one to be blamed for the trauma that is suffered? Where, where, where is the, how, how does that mathematics work? It doesn't work. It's just wrong and that's all I needed to say on this episode. And if you have a child, if you are a single parent, a double parent, a blended family or whatever, you need to start having this kind of conversations on time. Don't, if you, you talk to your child about period, talk to your child about sex and don't do these things that our parents did to us where they will tell us that it's only when you are married that you can have sex or it's only when a wife that can have sex. Please don't do that to your child because if you don't tell them the way things are at God Almighty, like if you don't tell your children the way the society really is set up, tell your, let your children know that there are people who have two mommies, lesbian parents I mean. Let your child know that there are people who have two daddies, gay dads. Let your children know the real picture, like the true situation of the world. Don't put your children through this 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 myopic kind of um, idealism where they now see something different and then they are they are like confused or like irritated or appalled. This is how racism, whatever is in, this is how it starts. This is how prejudice is born. This is how people are so narrow-minded because they don't know that there are other cases or situations that can obtain outside of what they are used to. The fact that you are from, you, you're like a Christian family or a, I don't like using the word Christian too loosely. The fact that you are a church family or a mosque family or whatever family does not mean that people who are not so are lesser or wrong or in the wrong, you know, line of life or whatever or that they are on the wrong side of the tracks. Let your children know the true state and situation of the world. I'm not saying let them watch adult movies. I'm not saying to contaminate their innocence but the truth of the matter is that if you do not rip that bandaid off as soon as you can, somebody else will be for them outside and they would have the information mixed up. So let them know. And this of course is about Nigerian parents. Letting your children know that there are gay people is not something that is wrong. You're not exposing them to bad things. not bad information. Gay is not a bad word. Just like boundaries is not a bad word. Gay is not a bad word. Lesbian is not a bad word. Queer is not a bad word. Transgender is not a bad word. Those things are things that your children need to know from home. Like expose them to it. Even if you don't have friends under those labels, at least let them know that there are people who have those labels. There are people who have those titles. There are people who come from homes where this is the situation. Their daddy married another daddy. Their mommy married another mommy. Like now they have two mommies. They have two daddies. They have this. Like let them know. These are things that children need to know. You cannot make it a strict. It doesn't matter how uncomfortable it makes you. People are gay. People are lesbian. People are um, queer. People people are transgender. People are cross-dressers. These are things that children need to know. And this is the age where your child has access to Google. They do school assignments go on self on Google. So what are you trying to protect? They will know these things. And when they blot it out, when they will let you know that they know it, it will not be in private. It will be in public and you'll be ashamed because you did not teach them. And then, you know, you come off looking all, you know, awkward. But if you are the one who has put this information in your child's hands and mind and head, and then they blot it out in the front of people who do not have your orientation, you are able to check those people if they would try to make your child feel like he knows something or she knows something that she should know because she should know it. He should know it. They should know it. Penis is penis. Vagina is vagina. Breast is breast. There is no you. Is it euphemism? There is no, there is no polish for it. Let your children know what they should know. Expose them to the true nature and picture of the world. Let them know that these are real life situations and this is what exists in other places. Even if we don't have 
have them here even if you don't practice them here when i was talking to my child about gay and lesbianism and everything i told him that it's still a crime in nigeria for now but there are people and this is a child who already has western exposure so what kind of person would i be if i'm still all you know shenukbo like our yorubas will say like if i'm still all folding my mouth when it comes to talking about gay people and lesbian people and transgender people and you know people you know people you know single mothers or single fathers or you know how what kind of i can't even think about it because i cannot imagine like my life's mission is reparenting myself through how i parent my child and these are the things that i wish i had known these are the things that i wish that i had been told these are the things that i wish you know were not kept secret from me and these are the things that i wish were not made to look like sin you know to me because people have desires people have you know needs and the number one desire of any human being is this curiosity people want to know things so if if you are depriving your child knowledge that they should know from home you are really putting them in uh, you're putting them in a bad position because whatever it is that you do no matter how many secrets you keep no matter how many times you try to shut some questions down or you try to like you know stay full or suffocate some certain line of discussion or whatever the children will know your child will know she or he will find out and they will find out from sources that you would you know that you would rather they hadn't found out from and of course they would let you know you would come to know that they had found out in the most awkward even embarrassing manner so talk to your child talk to your sons talk to your daughters and please don't ever put the responsibility of not getting raped on your girl child thank you so much for listening till the end of this episode it means everything to me please don't forget to add this podcast to your favorite if you're on anchor and if you're listening on any other platform please don't forget to subscribe i'm on ig and facebook at good or bethel that's g-o-o-d-o-l-b-e-t-h-e-l please follow me and also follow the podcast on ig at don't touch my whiskey podcast visit my blog too at www.page33ish.com that's b a-g-e-3-3-i-s-h three three dot com to send me your thoughts and questions please email podcast at page 33 dot com or send me a whatsapp message on 0813 137 my name is olb and i look forward to grabbing a glass with you same place next week have a beautiful week ahead